Eight Hours in Heaven, The Testimony of Ricardo Cid. The Lord says, I am sending this message to my people on the earth, because I exist in the heavenly realms. Revelations 4.1 After this I looked, and behold a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as if it were a trumpet talking to me, which said, Come up hither, and I will shew you things which must be hereafter. Revelations 5.11 And behold, I heard a voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Please, church, listen to what has happened to my life. In a dream, the Lord started dealing with me. I remember that in that dream, I walked out of my house, I walked in the streets in my neighborhood, and I felt that someone lifted me up by my arms into the sky and I was running on the clouds and glorifying God. A great brightness came over me, and a voice said out of the brightness, Ricardo, Ricardo, quit your job because I want to do something with your life and with my church on earth. After hearing these words, I trembled violently and woke up from my dream. I got up and I started crying to God, asking, What is it, Lord? This voice came to me very strongly. It occurred to me for many days. Then I laid to sleep again and had the same dream, and the Lord repeated the same message to me. After repeated times, I would wake up screaming because God's voice would increase in volume each time. As I would wake up trembling, I would scream and my parents would ask, What's the matter? I would tell them about the dream and my mother prayed for me and told me, If the Lord is speaking to you, then he will give you understanding. We continued praying all night long until it was time for me to go to work the next morning. My mother told me to get ready and, and leave for work. We asked the Lord for a sign to let us know whether or not it was he who was speaking to me. I took a shower, got ready, and went to work. I used to work at Chile Laboratories. I really loved my job. I would get picked up at a bus station and go to work. But this day, when I got off the bus, someone immediately told me, What are you doing here? You aren't supposed to be in this place any longer. In several occasions, others told me the same thing. And the amazing thing is that they weren't born again. This is the sign that God gave me. After the sign, I decided to go to my boss to quit. I told him, I must leave the company because God has commanded me to quit. When the Lord commands, we must obey. My boss was concerned for me and asked, What are you going to do? Where will you find another job as good as this one? I told them that I had to obey God. So they had a large farewell reception of 2,000 people for me. Afterwards, I gathered all my things and went back home. As I arrived crying, my mom was already waiting for me at the front porch. I told her that I quit my job because the Lord confirmed 
my dreams through those people. She replied, If the Lord spoke to you, then may he do with your life as he pleases. She and I went in the house and talked until nightfall. Then I told her, I need to go to bed because God will talk to me tonight in a dream. I thought he was going to speak to me in a dream, but it didn't happen as I thought. But he was going to deal with me in a different way. When I went into the bedroom and took off my clothes, the room started to shake. And I started shouting, It's an earthquake that's hitting Santiago, Chile! I tried to leave my bedroom, but someone invisible was stopping me from exiting through the door. I was able to see my mom and family across the room, and I cried for help, but no one could hear me. Now I know this invisible being was an angel of the Lord. I stepped back and laid on my bed and cried out to God, begging him to tell me what's going on. Then an audible voice spoke to me. The Holy Spirit began to speak to me in a most beautiful voice, saying, Ricardo, now that you have left your job, I want you to go to the church and pray seven hours a day every day for your life and for my church on the earth. After the Lord stopped speaking, the room stopped shaking. I then stretched my hands through the doorway and found that I could leave the room again. Then I ran to my mother and shouted, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit, and then left my home and started shouting that outside. Some people don't believe that God still talks to people today. But I tell you, it's true. He does speak to people. If the Lord could speak to Abraham, he could still speak to us his church today. I went to the church and talked with the bishop, and we agreed to open the church at 8 a.m. every morning so that I could pray and obey God's command. Every morning, I would go to church and pray one hour, two hours, and by the third, I wouldn't have anything else to pray for. And I'd ask God, Lord, what else can I pray? I have four hours left. Then I heard an underground rumbling starting from the back door of the church. I then felt the church swaying from left to right like a drunk person. During this sway, the Lord spoke to me audibly, but not in the same voice as in the dream before. The voice he spoke to me before was with authority, but this time he spoke in a voice of sorrow. He said, Ricardo, Ricardo, pray for my church. My church isn't the same anymore. My church on earth has changed. My church has lost its faith. My church doesn't believe in me or my existence. Tell my church that I exist. Intercede for my church, because my church doesn't pray or fast anymore. Then the shaking stopped after he had finished speaking. I then started interceding and walking up and down the church for the remaining four hours, begging for the people of God to revive. On Thursday of the second week in intercession, I woke up with an intense pain in my bones and joints and didn't want to get up. My mother was waking me up to go to church and pray, but I complained that my body and bones were in pain. She then recommended that I pray at home instead. However, I reminded her that God specifically told me to go to church and pray. 
So she helped me get dressed and took me to church. That morning, there were many people praying at the church, and I asked for prayer because my body was in pain. I told them that I was too weak to pray, so they anointed me and prayed for my body, and I received supernatural strength from God. Hallelujah! I started praying and pacing back and forth, asking for God's mercy on the nation of Chile, and for families and drug-abused people, and for the church. I finished the intercession and then came later that night to a church service. After the bishop's benediction, I lifted up my hands and I felt someone pass by and touch my back. When this happened, I lost all strength and fell to the floor. The bishop asked what was wrong with me, and I responded, "I don't know. I have no strength, and I could hardly talk." Then the church surrounded me and began to pray in tongues and shout. Then some of the congregation could see an angel that was coming in and asking me to leave my body. The bishop declared, "You will not leave your body." As he said this, the angel stopped motioning me to leave my body. You see, any person who has authority in Jesus will be honored by the angels of the Lord. The bishop then asked me, "How long does the angel want to take you from your body?" I then asked the angel. Are you taking me for one hour, two hours, three hours? The angel replied, "No, you will be gone for eight hours to see Jesus in the third heaven, because he wants to talk to you. I am not the one who will escort you to heaven, because I am your guardian angel who has protected you every day you have lived on the earth. Two angels will come from heaven to take you to the third heaven at the midnight hour." I told this to the bishop. And he determined to take me in another brother's car to a pastor's home on the second floor. As I laid in the room, we were able to hear dogs barking and people screaming. I was told that two men in bright, shining robes appeared in the middle of the street and walked into the first floor of the building and came up to the second floor where I was staying. These angels were beautiful. They had brilliant white hair. Whiter than snow, and eyes that were fashioned like pearls. Their skin was soft as a baby's, yet their body was muscular, like a bodybuilder. These angels are powerful. I then told the bishop, "These angels are here to take me to heaven." One of the angels started motioning me to leave my body. As this happened, my bones started hurting again. So the brother in Christ next to me started massaging my body. Telling me that it was getting ice cold. Next, they went to get some portable heaters to heat my body again. As the angels were calling me to leave my body, I started to get desperate and moving from one side to the other. I started feeling death take over my body, and I shouted to my brothers in Christ, "Don't bury me! I'll be back!" I left my body, and I jumped on the bed. I saw my brothers in Christ touching my body and saying, "He's gone. He left his body." But I was right there next to them, telling them, "I'm here." However, they could not see my body because it was an incorruptible spirit body. My brothers started wrapping my body in a blanket. One of the angels told me, "It's time for you to go, because the Lord is waiting for you." Each angel took me by an arm. And lifted me into the heavens, 
and I cross through the atmosphere at lightning speed. You know, I'll, I'll tell you this, even if you don't believe any of this, my Jesus Christ exists and lives forever. Later, after this experience, the Lord told me to go back into my body. And I told him, who on earth is going to believe me? Let me stay with you. No one will believe this revelation. No one will believe this because they don't have faith. The lack of faith on earth is huge. Who will believe this experience? The Lord replied, Someone will believe your story. Only those who belong to my true church will believe you. As I left my body that night, I was flying at an incredible rate of speed on my way to visit the Lord. I was able to look down and see the planet Earth. Then I passed right next to the moon, this glorious moon that brightens the night sky of the Earth. Then I was able to see the giant sun with my own eyes. I was able to see flames that explode from the sun and warm the earth. Then we continued on, and I saw many stars as I passed by them. God allowed me to see the sun, the moon, and the stars for a purpose. That purpose is to tell all of you that our God is a huge creator of the universe. He's not a small God by any means. We continued traveling at a great rate of speed until we reached a place where there were no more stars, no more creation, just darkness. I could look down and see all the stars below me. I started feeling afraid and asked the angels, where are you taking me? Please take me back to my body on earth. They then squeezed me tight and wrapped one of their legs around each side of me and held me. I then started bending over in somewhat of a fetal position because of the fear I felt. The angel said, Be quiet. We are taking you to the third heaven where Jesus is waiting to talk with you. The angel stopped and during this moment I was looking in all directions but I couldn't see anything created. I didn't know where I was. I think I was in the second heaven. I then was bracing myself in the fetal position while the angels were holding me and suddenly felt and heard a terrible noise of a stampede above me. The angels squeezed me and said, Ricardo, don't fear. Jesus is with us. Turn up your head and look above you. I then was surprised by what I was looking at because there was some kind of motion by creatures above us. One of the angels said, Look, we will show you what you are looking at above us. And one of the angels motioned with his hand from one side to the other and illuminated the sky above us. As the sky was illuminated, there was nothing but demons and devils surrounding the entire sky. Oh, the Lord rebuked them all in Jesus' name. The Bible is true. Everything that is going on in the earth is what you see in Revelation. Jesus is coming soon. How can I convince you of this? It is soon! I asked the angel, What is this place? And one of them responded, This is the celestial realm of darkness, where Satan and his demons inhabit. I started saying, That's why there's so much evil on the earth. These demons come to the earth from this realm and cause all forms of destruction and wickedness on the race of men. The earth is full of demons. 
There are millions upon millions. The number is uncountable. Then the angel started to motion for me to look more closely. And they showed me the faces of these creatures. And then many of these horrible beings are already shown to us on television. These beings are monstrous. I, I saw the Thundercats and, and the Power Rangers and others from animations and horror movies that we've seen on Earth. All the creatures in these movies and animations have formed a pact with the devil to produce these things for television and for cinema. All of those drawings come from the spiritual realm that I experienced. Why do you think that nowadays children are so rebellious? It's because those demons enter into your children as they view those shows that depict them. That's why we need to learn to teach our kids how to discern what to watch on TV. The angel told me that this is all reality and truth. All these demons exist. And people are making packs with the devil to bring these demons to the earth. Those demons, they started to curse me and the church and the Father and the Lord Jesus and the earth because they don't respect God or any of his creation. Then I saw in the flesh a goblin named Hugo, who is a popular cartoon caricature in Chile. He was horrifying to look at. He came near me and told me, We're going to go to the earth and kill all the children. Why do you think the children are killing children? It's because some of them said that something came out of the television and told them to do it. These demons are planning hatred on the earth. May the Lord deliver and cleanse Chile. One of the angels told me, Continue to look up. And the demon said, We tried to destroy the church, but we can't, because when we kill one, then thousands raise up to replace that death. Since the beginning of the church, Satan has tried to destroy it. The church that preaches the true gospel and does the work of God. But he can't, because the Lord Jesus protects us. Glory to God. Then the demon said, Let us do something new. Let's go inside the churches, because there are many in the churches that belong to us. We are going to use these people to spread gossip and division amongst the brethren in the church. We will cause the church to fall by gossip, and the Holy Spirit will be grieved, and he'll leave the church. The devil goes everywhere looking to destroy those who love the justice of God. Like it is in the scripture verse, 1 Peter 5.8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. I didn't want to see anymore, but the angel told me to continue to look at the events occurring. I saw demons fleeing everywhere as a single bright shining star was coming. As this star was approaching, it was bringing much praise and worship to the Lord. This wasn't a star. It, it was millions of angels riding on white horses praising the Lord of hosts. They were shouting, Holy, holy, holy is the one who lives from age to age. The Lord is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And let all that has breath praise the Lord. And then I saw a great battle. 
and could not find the demons anymore. Don't fear, because there are more angels with us than those on the enemy's side. The angels made a way to the third heaven. They divided into two groups, one on the right and one on the left. It was an open way to the third heaven. This way reaches heaven, and you could see the celestial city of God. I was able to see this path of glorious and marvelous angels. They had cleared the entire region from demons, and they never stopped praising God and blessing His name. The angels placed me in front of them and told me, You must wait here. Then in the distance, I looked, and from the celestial city, I saw a personage in white robes riding on a white horse. As the beam was getting closer and closer to me, the angels would not cease praising God's name and exalting Him. This person came to about a distance of four meters from me. This being was beautiful, he, even more beautiful than the angels. I expected him to speak to me, but what he did was look at me for a while and shout, I am, I am Michael the Archangel, who is in charge of guarding you and the church on the earth. I met the Archangel Michael face to face, and he was a precious being. He turned to his side and pointed away from me to enter the celestial city. He said, Enter, the Lord Jesus is waiting for you. I was walking on the path to the city, and as I was walking, the angels were shouting and praising the Lord. I cried and cried as I was looking at the city. The city was, was made of pure transparent gold, and the doors to the entrance were made of pearl. The floors were crystal in appearance. I had never seen anything like this on earth, and neither could a human being create this. The architect was the Lord and God of the universe. I was outside the city, and the entrance of the doors were wide open, and those doors are still open. I was able to see inside, and on the walls were rubies, and sapphires, and pearls that were brilliant. And from within the city, there were millions upon millions of voices praising God. I trembled from outside the city hearing this. I heard a single voice that shook the heavens, and behind this voice shouted millions and millions of praises to God, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb of God, and the Father whom belongs all the glory and the honor forever and ever. Amen. This great voice shouted, Be holy, for I am holy. Only the holy ones will enter this place, for without holiness no one will see the Lord. Without holiness no one will see him. A voice said, Enter, and I entered the city, and I saw a marvelous throne flowing with fire, and as the fire is coming out of the throne I paid attention, and I saw Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords. I fell prostrate before him, on the ground without any strength. His hand came out of the flame, extended to me, and he said, Get on your feet. I gained strength and stood up. I immediately started touching his feet and arms and body. When I saw his face, his appearance is nothing like how artists on the earth showed. 
Many people make gods of wood and, and other images. But I want to tell you, brothers, that Jesus doesn't look anything like those images. He was a very muscular God. He's not a mediocre God. He's all-powerful. He said, I am not a God made of chalk and wood. I am a living God who exists. Tell my church on earth that I am real. I truly live and exist. Tell my people that heaven is real. And I am waiting for them. Come, walk with me, and I will show you something great. We looked down from the ground and could see earth, and all that was done upon the earth. And Jesus said, I am able to see everything that my church does. He knows everything that we do, and I was able to see many of you from heaven. Jesus told me, Look at my church. And I saw brother against brother, churches against other churches. Jesus then said, My church has lost their faith. They don't want to believe in me. Wickedness has multiplied on the earth, and people don't want to believe that I exist. Tell my people that I'm going to do something great on the earth. My church is backsliding instead of growing. Then, then the Lord started to cry over his church, and he said, This church is not my church. I said, Lord, don't talk that way. Of course we are your church. Then the Lord replied, No, my church walks in miraculous power and signs and wonders. My church has deceased. However, tell them, I will be back to raise them again. He told me to continue to walk with him, and we went right through a door, and the ground was made of pure gold. I started running up and down the gold street and picking up gold dust and sprinkling it on my body. And then the Lord told me to come back and tell you that there are streets of gold in heaven. All this belongs to my people. But in my church there are many thieves who steal my tithes and offerings. Tell my people that no thief will enter my kingdom in heaven. We need to straighten up our lives for the Lord. Then we saw a very long table for millions of people with plenty of food and refreshments. There were also many crowns and crystal goblets for people to drink from. The Lord said, Ricardo, all of this has been prepared for my people. This was the table prepared for the wedding of the Lamb. There was another sister in Christ who was also taken heaven, but she saw angels going back and forth preparing the wedding supper. I told the Lord, Why did the sister see angels preparing things here? But I don't see any preparations being made. The Lord replied, That is because all the preparations are complete. There are crowns for all those who work and are obedient to the Lord. I then said, Lord, when are you coming back then? If all the preparations are complete, how much longer till you return? Show me a clock. How much time is left in the heavenly clock? Many other people have had dreams of a clock showing almost midnight when the Lord is supposed to return. I asked, Lord, when will the clock strike midnight? Is there one minute left? Five minutes? Jesus studied my face, and he replied, 
Ricardo, in heaven there are no more clocks. I then responded, Well, Lord, if, if there is no more time, why haven't you returned yet? Jesus lifted up his hand, and he took his thumb and forefinger, and showed the sign for something very small, and said, All the time that is left is simply the Father's grace for those who have backslidden, to offer them a chance to repent and do the first works. And the Lord of hosts hasn't returned, because he has given us all a tiny space to repent. And that time is called a time of the Father's grace. Jesus is coming at any moment. We must begin to seek him with all our hearts and to fast and pray and do the first works of old. Jesus said, We are all on the time of God's grace. Then the angel appeared to our right and shouted, The time has come. Time is finished. Every preparation is complete. Jesus is receiving his bride. The Lord is coming and all the signs of the scripture are fulfilled. The movies on earth are showing that something catastrophic is coming. The scientists know that something great will happen. They just don't understand what it is. However, we the church know that Jesus is coming. When the angel finished shouting, then all the millions of angels started jumping and rejoicing that the bride is finally returning to heaven. I kept asking, well, what, what, what's going on? But no one paid attention to me. They were all rejoicing in the good news. So I joined the angels and started exalting Jesus' name. At that moment, when I had lifted up my arms, I felt someone lift me out of heaven and send me down at a tremendous rate of speed. Right now, the angels are rejoicing that the bride is returning. I came back to the earth and was dropped at the pulpit in the church where I was praying every day. If you don't want to believe me, then fine, don't believe me. But he is coming, and it will be for eternity. The people of God don't want to believe in the rapture. Please awake, for God's sake, awaken to the truth. The Lord was here next to me, and he told me, Ricardo, this is what the rapture would look like if it happened right now. I was then able to see the whole earth and the precious, beautiful Holy Spirit, the one who gives us peace and joy. And he left the earth. I then saw a vapor enter the church and surround me. And I asked the Lord, what's this? And he said, this is what I call the rapture. I then saw people breaking down the church doors, wanting to come in and shouting, where are my children? They're all gone. All the children of the earth were gone because the Lord did not leave any behind. The first one to enter the church was the choir director, shouting, Where, Where's the church? I am left behind. I stayed. I, I stayed. After the choir director, I saw other pastors and brothers and sisters and overseers of the church all crying, I was left behind. Many parents and spouses were looking for their loved ones. And the people in the church responded, Your loved ones aren't here. The Lord took them. 
Then these people would cry. Then it was all true. Jesus came and he took his bride. People were weeping and lamenting, wishing they had believed in Jesus the Christ. Everyone who doesn't believe in Jesus as the Messiah is lost. I saw many people and pastors crying. And the people started demanding the pastors, Why didn't you preach the truth? Why didn't you teach holiness and warn me of all this? It's all your fault that I was left behind. Many will stay behind because they were not living holy lives. We need to preach true holiness and teach people to truly repent. I saw how people would beat the pastors and tear them to shreds and pull out their hair. The pastors would cry and beg the people not to harm them. The people would not stop because they were demonized. There are entire churches that were left behind. I saw, I saw a brother that was trying to rip his own eyes out because of the sorrow. And people would hit their heads against the floor and the walls because they couldn't understand that Jesus was the only answer. Because people wanted to continue in sin and wickedness and live life the way they wanted to. People would cut themselves and bang their heads until you could see their skulls crack and they would fall on the ground. I saw the blood flow freely in the church from people who were injuring themselves. Then I saw a youth crying out to God, Please, Lord, take me! But it was too late. Jesus has already come and received his church. I fell to the ground because I saw many more terrible things. Jesus said to me, In the great tribulation, there will be troubles like never before. I then asked, Why are the people jumping back up after hurting themselves so badly? The Lord Jesus replied, Because at this time, people will long for death, but will not find it. Death will have fled from the earth. I asked the Lord, Why did all the pastors and, and people stay behind? And the Lord said, Because I know them. I know their hearts. God knows us. He knows us. He knows our hearts. I collapsed to the ground, almost fainted. And Jesus said, I want to show you this so that you can warn my church and give them hope. Tell them that if people will repent now, I will forgive them while there is still time. I will do a great thing in the earth. People, open your eyes. The evangelical church in Chile is growing. Tell my people that if they ask for forgiveness, I will pardon them. I then saw another vision, and I saw a fire that covered the entire heavens. Jesus asked, Did you see it? The fire that you see over the earth is a fire over the country of Chile, because Chile will be for Christ. God will change Chile. I then saw the fire move and want to come up to Chile, and Jesus said, My father's eyes are upon Chile. When the fire fell upon Chile, other countries will see it and notice that God is moving there. The church all over the earth rejoiced because of the move of God in Chile. The Lord took me in the vision to a place called 
Paseo Humada and showed me people that were maimed and crippled. Then I saw true believers praying over the cripples without legs and commanding the limbs to grow. The limbs would obey and grow before their eyes. People without arms would have instantaneous creation of new limbs. During this time, the Lord would show creative miracles. In the churches, people would be healed. In this day, the dead will be raised. And the same miracles that the apostles of old performed in the Bible. The End This is the entire revelation God gave Ricardo Sid. He is coming soon. Maranatha. Amen.